Everybody, welcome to the YNC. This is the Young and Creative Podcast. You know, your your local podcast for artists and creative people of all all nature. Uh, today, you know, I have a guest co-host with me today. Her name is Kai. What's up, Kai? How's it going? All right, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Are you nervous? I'm excited to be here. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> Anyways, and then we also have the featured guest of the hour, Miss Tawny. Hi guys, what's up? I'm Tawny Newsom. I'm like an improviser, an actor, and a musician. So yeah, she does Welcome. it all, Thanks. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for she having does me. Does it all? <laughs> awesome. How was your trip down here? Oh, it was pretty good. It's good. I like this part of the part of the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's this a pretty is a different. Yeah, this yeah. is a different uh, era over here. Yeah, I feel like cool. we're almost stuck in in like the 2000s over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ventura it, County is like a cool little segment of its own. You know, like a, kind of away from the big city, but but a nice little spot to come visit yeah and like breezier than oh yeah <laughs> definitely chilly kind of i like it you know i hate mornings though because it's very cold mm. and like we have like a overcast i love the so... cold Just... <laughs> <laughs> but see it's like you have to wear like a sweater yeah and then by the end of the day you're sweating so yeah 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 we got that cloud cover in the morning for sure mm-hmm. not my forte so what about what's going on with your guys's uh lives or Anything going on, like pop culture that you want to reference or anything? Mm. Um, what about you, Kai? You're the you're like in charge. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. You're like my assistant manager. Here. All right, all right. There you go. Um, lately in my life, I've been uh, learning a lot of instruments, playing a lot of piano, uh, drums, guitar, saxophone. Very Just cool. kind of doing it all, trying to develop a voice here, you know. So. Uh, Maybe but we won't go something. into that today. You, know? <laughs> you can get some tips uh, from Tawny afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I'll, sure. I'll share with you what I know. I'm All not right. like great at some of those things, but I still do them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> oh, working on goodness. it. You know, just trying to trying to find my way. There you <laughs> cool. go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? And mm, I uh, I grew up in Northern California in the Bay, but then I quickly moved to Chicago. So I claim Chicago. You know, because that city. It's so cool. It's a cool, like, it's a cool big city. It's a friendly big city. It's got a great art scene. And I spent more of my life there than I did anywhere else. So mm. it's kind of like, well, do I count the place where I was a child learning to write cursive? Or do I count the place where I, like, voted for the first time? And, oh, wow, you know, yeah. So Chicago, I think, is my home. And, how old, how old uh, were you when you moved to Chicago? Uh, 17. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. so you spent high school in the Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So you still got hyphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, my dad still lives up um, kind of near Napa, so. I oh, and... nice. Do you ever go wine tasting? Yeah, we just did on Sunday, actually. Oh, awesome. Cool. I've always wanted to go. Oh, it's so cool because, well, it's cool for me because my dad, um, he strictly like does not like to drink during the day, but mm. he loves wine. So he will drive to wine country. Wow. Then I can drink in wine country. There you go. Ah. He will drive us home and he'll just like buy stuff for him to drink later. Oh, nice. So I have this perfect little like wine country hookup. There you go. You know, like I, I don't know. I'm all about day drinking mm-hmm. rather than night drinking. Yeah. That reminds me of me and my mom. My mom, 
loves wine and so i'm usually the one driving during the day and then she'll take over and we kind of just switch off you know oh that's good yeah. that reminds me of when i was like a teenager going to the all ages clubs i'd be like okay <laughs> i'm in a pre-game yeah you stay sober you have the fake id so you get to drink in yeah. the club then gotta i'll drive coordinate. us home there you <laughs> yeah. go because i'll have like sobered up you always got to coordinate mm-hmm. yeah gotta be safe so did you did both of your parents like were they in the household did you grow up with both of them or yeah they were split but um they i they shared custody so i lived in both Places. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Lucky. lucky. Yeah, that, that was pretty lucky. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So your mother is white mm-hmm. and your father's black. Yeah. Awesome. And neither Mixed of them girls. are artists. So oh, it wow. very weird. Ah. What, are they, what are their occupations? My dad's in sales, always has been just like different kinds of companies and products. And my mom is a correctional captain. She's oh my a gosh. prison guard. Wow. wow. Was she strict? Yeah, but now she's not. Now she's like chill and like cute. She's also really young, so she's oh. like she was always like young mom, but she was also like a cop. <laughs> Wait, how, how old is your mom? She's fifty four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah mom... we got a lot in common. It might, that yeah. reminds me of my mom. Uh, you know, my mom has that whole drill sergeant kind of style. She, yeah, the way she speaks is very like mm-hmm. sixteen hundred hours and affirmative and all that. And yeah. she's oh, not in the military, but yeah, uh, you would never guess. She know? wants to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. She might as well. Be. Oh, I feel like you have a fairly your your mother is fairly like decent age because my mom yeah. is only forty seven. Oh, okay. I your think. mom's really young. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was happy when she was twenty one. So yeah, you know, young moms. Young yeah. moms working out there. You know. Yeah, my mom Holding had me at twenty six and. That's how old I am now, so you know. <laughs> so you could have one of you. I yes, could, you but can. I don't see that happening. Anyway. <laughs> hey, <laughs> never say never. <laughs> so where do you live now? Uh, right now, I live in Koreatown. Okay, um, I moved to Los Angeles to, like about two years ago. It's been good. It's different from Chicago for sure. It's very different. Mm-hmm. So why did you move out here for your career? <laughs> yeah, for acting and for you know I um I'm a comedian mainly uh, like an improviser and a comedic actor. So I was working at the Second City in Chicago mm. and that was like the greatest job of my life. It's like you're on stage eight nights a week performing, getting paid a living wage. Yeah. You know, there's nothing else like it in the country. Like UCB is amazing training, but you don't get paid there. Being a stand-up is amazing, but you're, like, by yourself. So yeah. it was incredible to, like, write with an ensemble, present your own work for a mm-hmm. packed house every night. I got health insurance. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is the oh, dream, right? Heck, yeah. And yeah. then, and Chicago is such a, like, livable city because it's not, cost of living isn't insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you kind of do that, like, I was on stage there. I worked for Second City for five years, but I was on the resident stage, they call it, for three. Mm. After three, like, you kind of are done like you can't really keep doing it forever like they want to get fresh blood in there and i had done like the three television shows that chicago had you know they had like chicago fire oh yeah chicago med that stuff i got killed off of all of them (laughs) (laughs) so i was like well uh you ain't gonna resurrect me right right i guess if i want to work in tv or in acting i gotta move to where the market is bigger yeah for sure i came to la I mean, the, I think the only, it's like bittersweet because when you come mm-hmm. out here, it's like, oh, here's where all the jobs are. Yeah. But then again, everybody comes here or New York to find those jobs. So it's very yeah. saturated. Yeah. It's very saturated. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, being, you know, I feel like being a, a young, you know, beautiful woman, you mm-hmm. kind of have a, I don't know, I guess. An advantage. An, an edge. advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Especially being, mm-hmm. I think that, I mean from my opinion from the outside looking in i feel like when you have a look 
it's like it's either hit or miss because yeah. they can see you and be like boom she's it like she's in yeah. or they can see you and be like oh that's kind of not what we're going for yeah and like and i'm usually really cool with you know i i am very lucky that i don't get too stressed when i don't get something because i know it most of the time especially in this town it comes down to just like you don't look like the thing that we need and mm-hmm. that's nothing i can control my problem is that i not my problem but my like challenge sometimes is that i like to play characters that are like because i'm a I'm all comedy. Like I'll Mm -hmm. do a little drama, but I like extreme characters and nuanced, weird, you know? And so I'll play stuff that doesn't look like me or I want to play stuff. Yeah. And so casting directors are kind of like, you can't really, you know, they're like not really feeling it when I want to come in and play some, like, I don't know, some grimy character or some like really intense. um, But so I've actually been doing a lot of like uh, podcasts. I've been doing a lot of character based and improv based podcasts Mm -hmm. because then the audience doesn't see you. It's just a voice. True, true. So if I come out with some wacky, you know, I do all these accents. I've always been such a clown since I was a child. The same. Yeah. So I feel like that (laughs) audience can kind of like buy into it a little more. Yeah, Uh, definitely. I know um, one of my friends, I've known him since I was a freshman in college. He is now um, on Insecure. Oh, cool. So he got, like, I mean, he was in commercials and stuff like that and, like, small roles. But, like, this is his first, like, main kind of role playing. He's playing, like, an, um, like a a love interest, Ooh. you know? And so it's kind of, like, cool to see, like, the, the things that he's gone through and how long it's taken him to yeah. get here, you know? Because HBO, like, Insecure, that is something for us colored people, like, yeah. to be real proud of. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's so real, too, and it's hilarious. So real. But for him to be on there, I'm just like, hell yeah, dude. Like, and so I'd yeah. be, be tweeting him, like, as yeah. if he's his character. Like, oh, you're cheating <laughs> on your wife. Like, oh, right. Oh, like, yes. Yo! <laughs> I didn't know that was your him. friend. Yeah, that's oh, my Very cool. Shout out to Roan J. <laughs> you know. I'll I just let... fangirled out. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny, though? Like, he really is that tall. Like, because he, he used to play basketball and all that, and he's, like, a giant. Like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But he's he's hilarious. He's a sweetheart. And he's he started out with, um, he did, like, a, a Foot Locker commercial before, mm-hmm. and then he was under uh, Spike Lee's wing, like, for a minute. Like, oh, wow. I would see Snapchat chats of him and Spike Lee all the time. Wow, that's cool. And I'm just like, that's really cool. how do you how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. You know, I just yeah, want to call that. me, right? <laughs> I'll hook you up, girl. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to you. So, do you have any siblings? No, only child. Only ch- turn up. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the only child of my two my two parents, but I have like two um, I I didn't forget about you, booze. Uh, two half sisters oh, from my okay. dad's side. Cool. And then I have a stepbrother. So. Yeah, I got two younger sisters, oldest of three. Oh, cool. Yeah, all girl household. I don't know, I don't know about that, but you know, <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. So, compared to what you are now, is it the same thing that you wanted to be when you grew up? Hmm, I think so. I think that uh, when I wanted to grow up, I was really focused on theater. Mm-hmm. Or did I say that right? When I was thinking about growing up i don't know uh, <laughs> when yeah. you're growing up yes when i was a child i was thinking like oh i want to go like to a good college for theater and i really want to like i guess i thought i wanted to be on broadway because mm. i like sing and so i was thinking about all these musicals that i could do and then i just wasn't ever i just never fit in right you know mm. like I couldn't blow as hard as the women who are in like the chorus of mm. the color purple or whatever but i also was like 
too weird and like trying to be funny to play like the sweet ingenue in the you know yeah I just never really fit so I even up through college I went to college not for musical theater just for regular theater and even trying to do that I tried to do all kinds of Shakespeare and stuff and then I was just like no this is not I was always trying to be a clown Mm -hmm. and then like I did a couple like comedic plays and then the second city scooped me up they were literally like you black woman we need you we have a diversity problem come here (laughs) hey that's what I always say I'm always like hey I meet their quota for black people here yes (laughs) yeah I'll take that money the check's still cash Uh, hell yeah anyway so did you did you take drama in high school yeah I did oh awesome I was in the background of a lot of plays (laughs) Do you have a a favorite setting that you like to perform in, like, uh, Mm. like theater, outdoors, or restaurant, or any any venue really? Like, do you have a favorite? I've been really loving on camera work since I moved here. I've been fortunate, and I I've been loving it because I did stage for so long in Chicago that I got a Mm. little like burnt out. But Mm -hmm. I still I I feel like my dream is to do like one play a year or like one like live comedy show a year. Oh, awesome! Yes, yeah, because bajillionaire. Uh, dollar properties yeah. there you go whatever <laughs> I know it's a mouthful. bajillion dollar that's all I got okay <laughs> no I watch those and if you guys don't know about that it is hilarious oh, and there's you. a there's a bunch of like people that you you'll spot in there that are like you know prime movie actors yeah and it's just awesome to have them you know come back and like do like these things where it's like keeping everything raw and fresh and like still being hilarious yeah we were really lucky with our guest stars because uh we got some amazing like super famous guest stars that (laughs) just wanted to come and play because it's all improvised yeah i think it was an easy sell for busy famous people to be like you don't have to memorize your lines Mm -hmm. you'll be out in half a day you just come and like do a crazy character have a bunch of fun so Yeah. yeah so do you write like your lines or like your jokes and stuff sort of so we have a writer's room that before the season starts or started we're kind of like not sure if we're going to be making more seasons but we've we've made four seasons we've aired three um on CISO which has now kind of announced that they're folding so we're kind of oh geez trying to figure out where you can uh actually watch them but Mm -hmm. we I'm like rambling, but basically like you'll be able to watch them on iTunes. Like you can just straight up buy the seasons oh, awesome. and just watch them through there. Um, but as far as like a network, we're kind of like, you know, floating. But um, so yeah, we have this writer's room before we start shooting. They write down all these like outlines for a scene. So the scene might be like Edub and Kai are going to meet at the house and Kai wants to buy the house, but she's worried that it's infested with snakes. Mm. The end of the scene has to be you know, Kai gets into a bathtub full of snakes. Yeah. (laughs) They hand us that and we get to go like, okay, how am I going to get from A to B to C? Mm. And like the lines that I say are my choice, but if I'm ever like struggling, a writer will run up and they'll kind of like hold the filming and he'll kind of like, he or she will feed me something. So you feel like you're, you're also creating your own like show. Yeah. Like you're, you're helping produce for sure. That's super awesome. Yeah. It feels great. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they should, I feel like they should have more shows like that. Yeah, they should. It makes networks really nervous. Yeah. Like, I feel like we got away with it because CISO was, like, small and experimental, and our showrunner, Kulop, is very, like, she's just very driven, and she was mm-hmm. like, I know what I want to do. But I feel like for mainstream and kind of, like, cable networks and stuff to be like, yeah, there's not going to be any lines, and you're not going to really get to approve what this scene is about. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, um... Cause I watch a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I remember on, um, for insecure, like when they do their, um, like their, uh, interviews, Uh 
they uh they mentioned how people will improvise like especially the the comedic actresses they'll improvise like certain lines and stuff and then like the director will be like i love it keep it like keep it in there and they're saying that you know so much happens in the scene to where you don't when they watch it it's like they're watching it for the first time oh yeah because you get to improvise and like put your input and stuff in there that's totally how i feel about our show because no take is the same so it's not till the episode airs that i'm like I said that. <laughs> right, right. What? That's so awesome. I know. I know. I definitely need to buy that. That's, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks. Those seasons. Yeah, seasons one through three will be on iTunes um, in September sometime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into your music career. Sure. So you performed at South by Southwest. Yeah, I did a few years yeah. in a row. Yeah. How was that? It's really cool. Um, so I sing with like these old cats. I sing with these. I see. I saw. <laughs> they're like you know playing the banjo or something like that. Oh yeah, there's a banjo. There'll be a fiddle. There'll be. So I play with these like. Uh, well, it's a big group of people, but the main my main bandmate his name's John Langford, and he's uh, a Welshman who's been living in Chicago for thirty years. Mm. But he was a punk in the like eighties. Like okay. he was on par yeah. with like the Ramones and like the Sex Pistols Ooh. he was in this band called Mekons and they were just like under the mainstream radar but mm-hmm. they have this big cult following now they're all in their 50s mm. a lot of them relocated to the US and they started doing like kind of experimental like sort of I call it outsider country music Mm -hmm. because they tend to gather people like me or like our drummer, Joe Camarillo, who's Mexican, our violinist, who's Korean American. And so you get all these non white faces or non like American white faces playing country music because we like the sounds, but it's a very different lineup than you normally see playing country music. Mm. Yeah. Do you play instruments also? I play guitar. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I don't have to play guitar in that band because they all play guitar. Um, but yeah, but then this year, so every year John and I kind of will do some new project and we'll kind of have a different lineup of faces and musicians and then we'll like release an album. Like we did this album with, um, Roger Knox, who is this Australian dude who they call the black Elvis in Australia. (laughs) He was such a trip. He's like picture Elvis and like, Mm -hmm. you know, all his hip shaking and like his crooning. But then imagine he's this, like, black Aboriginal man from Australia, <laughs> and he's singing about, like, the didgeridoo. He's, it was so oh wild. Oh, my goodness. So we did an album with him a few years ago, and then this year we just did an album um, with another friend of mine, Bethany Thomas, where we went down to Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and recorded with all these old, like, soul session players. So we Ooh, did, awesome. like, a tribute to, like southern soul okay oh, now are they all fun. original songs or are they covers they're all original yeah oh wow so who wrote them uh we or did. did you guys oh yeah. okay collaboration with the roger knox stuff like the australian stuff he kind of wrote it some of those were covers but with this one john sort of would come with lyrics or with like half a song and then we'd all get together they all still live in chicago so i was kind of like flying in and oh, okay being like let's rehearse for three days straight then i gotta yeah. go yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah so do you have any like um aspirations to venture off on your own and do your own music yeah i sort of i mean i've seen your parody musicals oh yeah i used did a lot of that at like second city and stuff um yeah i mean i did write i wrote a solo album in 2013 called too proud to steal that's on Hmm. like itunes and spotify and stuff awesome that was just my way of like not having to form a whole band because it's really hard to pursue my comedy and career and this music career at the same Mm. time and especially like starting from scratch with a band to be like hey we're nobody we're gonna start playing these like shitty club gigs and we're gonna like you know tour around like 
it's a lot and my agent would probably kill me (laughs) Um, so I kind of am trying to find ways to write music um in a way that's more like uh I don't know that's friendlier to my acting career like Mm. trying to just do recording projects and just like release a song or two yeah yeah so have you ever thought about like writing for people like being a ghostwriter or where you're you're able to give your lyrics to you know I don't know yeah. Rihanna or you know yeah. Kelly Clarkson that I'd love that you got a hookup for me um, <laughs> I have a hookup everywhere all right I'm just cool, kidding. Cool. <laughs> we'll talk after <laughs> right I'll right get this other career started there yeah. you go you know just add more to your plate I know right my agents will be like what are you doing you need stop to audition. it stop it <laughs> um whether it's for music or your acting career is there like a particular setting that you find yourself more inspired, like alone time or like where you really get the creative juices flowing or whether you're out or on travel or, you know what we were just, okay, before we started recording, we were talking about spin class. Mm. Ah. That is where like my brain will start coming up with lyrics or start coming up with even like dumb character ideas, just because Mm. I think your body's distracted. You're doing something else. And your brain is, like, not wanting to focus on how tired you are. Mm-hmm. So sometimes my, my mind will wander and I'll come up with some, like, oh, cool. weird stuff. Then. My of weird course. stuff comes in the shower. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love the shower. Yes. Yeah, my boyfriend always says that I'm weird, though, because I do weird shit all the time. Like, I can go to dinner by myself, have a fucking fabulous time. Yeah, me too. Because I can't, I, sometimes I just don't want to be around people that I know. See, that's feel that child. We crave that solitude. Yep, that's mm-hmm. very true. He had, a, he had a sibling, and I, I mean, I grew up with my cousins and stuff, but I don't know. I just. Like, I grew up with all girls. I crave that solitude, too. I'm like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's nice. right. it's just a woman thing. We yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe it is a woman thing. I'm wondering, um, like, who are your inspirations? Like, who, who are some of the first people where you saw them and you were like, wow, I, I can do that. I want that. <sighs> Prince. Oh, yes. David Bowie. Um, Janet. Um, you're like reading my mind right now. Yeah. Whitney. <laughs> Go for you, Whitney. Yes. Whitney, you're right. I, you know what, though? I knew I would never be able to sing like her. True. And it kind of made me like, you're amazing, Whitney. I cannot do that. Right? <laughs> I can like mimic her in a comedic way. Because yeah. I'm very funny, too. Like, well, I think I'm funny. But um, <laughs> She's pretty funny. But no, I like, I can mimic, because I love karaoke, uh-huh. so I like to mimic people, Yeah. but I could never do it, like, out in front of people, like, as a job. Like, seriously, like, yeah. seriously funny is so much different than just being goofy, like, with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes white men make a whole career out of it. Oh, so. that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. And I'm very sarcastic <laughs> like that, so. But I feel like sometimes it gets taken differently from a woman you know you're very right yeah yeah it's definitely because i'm for us i grew up around a lot of men because i'm i'm an athlete i was a tomboy so my my best friends were like all dudes and i get mm-hmm. along with dudes like better than girls no offense but um sometimes it's like i would come off like a dude like very strong you know mm-hmm. or um like just with my with my sarcasm people were just like really like whoa and i'm just like what like you have a problem that's my <laughs> least favorite thing for just like random dudes you don't know like, right they hit you with some stupid this is the formula right strange man you don't know says some dumb thing to you mm-hmm. you respond with a witty response or like a sarcastic clever response oh yeah and mm-hmm. then they go oh it's like that huh <laughs> and i'm like you started with this <laughs> yeah. thing in the first uh, place mm-hmm. yeah or <laughs> just because I'm funnier than you, don't be mad. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I worked in a, um, I worked in a predominantly male setting, and I, I always do because I'm like the tech girl, mm-hmm. you know, in a world full of tech guys. 
So at one of my um, one of my previous jobs, it was all dudes, and they all thought they were funny. I mean, they're mm-hmm. very like you know, it's very dry humor. Yeah. So I'm I can be dry humor. I I enjoy dry humor. So when I would I would come back with my witty comments, you know, he'll be yeah. like, oh, well you're like that. I'd be like, really? Because your mom said this. And then he'll be like, <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be like, shut up, shut up. I'm like meltdown. <laughs> I just start busting up laughing. Yeah. yeah, or when they say something dumb and then you shut them down and then they're so taken back by it's like what what exactly did you expect me to say to that yeah. corny ass? <laughs> this is what they expected. They expect right. us to go. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. All right, so if you were to rate acting or singing, which would be first? Don't make me do that. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, no pressure. Huh? He's like, my agent now. <laughs> He's like, you have to choose. Yeah. Um, well, it's not necessarily choosing. It's just which one has more priority. I guess, like, comedy right now does because I can still write music. In, I don't really love writing, like, joke songs anymore just because mm-hmm. I like keeping music music. But... Um, for Bajillion, actually, in season three, I got to write a couple songs. One of the other realtors and I started a fake folk band, and so we were, like, bothering everyone around the office with it. <laughs> and cool up, my showrunner texted me, and she was like, hey, so the writers are coming up with this, like, fake folk band thing. Are you cool to just, like, write the song, or should I hire someone? And I, like, my pride, I immediately was like, I can write this. You don't need to hire anyone. <laughs> right? And I had so much fun writing that, even though it was, like, a joke song. I still wanted to make it really, really, like, well done, well composed, like, mm-hmm. beautiful. And then my castmate ended up playing it because he's a better guitarist. So I was like, oh, this is going to sound beautiful. And like our voices are going to harmonize. And I was so proud of it. So I guess I would choose comedy because then I can still do both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would you want to work with in comedy? Ooh. Who do I want to work with? I, um, I, gosh, I have so many people that would be amazing. Okay. Name three. Mm. Um, I think I'd I'd love to work with. Uh, I'm on the spot now, and I don't know. Oh, see, look at you stuck. I know you are doing so well. <laughs> My brain just went. It just like short circuited. But we were talking about insecure. Being on that show would be incredible. I feel like you'd be a such a great fit for that show. Thank you. From your mouth to the casting director's ears. Issa. You know? Issa. Issa. Hey, holla at your girl, Tawny. Um, I'm also loving Atlanta, too. Oh, like Atlanta? yes. Cool. Yes. I'd love to do that. I like the weirdness of that show, how they, mm-hmm. like, jump time. and. Oh, yeah. wait. Have you guys heard of the, the, the new Friends, the Black Friends? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have, have you not, seen that? actually. It's no. like an all-black Friends cast. Where can I check that out? It's not. I don't think it's out yet. Oh. But it's like some Jay-Z's producing it or something. Oh, cool. Like that. And there's nice. like little clips of them like, like working and stuff. Nice acting. Okay, so we gave yeah. you a break. <laughs> so three actors or com- uh, comedians. Mm, can I cheat and say three that I already worked with? Mm, sure. No, sure. you don't want me to. You're not gonna let me. <sighs> I guess. Just like if you had the chance, like who would you like be like? Oh yeah, I really. First thing that comes to your mind, go. Yeah. No, uh, pre- no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to say the wrong thing because then it's going to like prohibit other well, things going on. And honestly, you know what is tripping me up, if I can be really honest, is mm-hmm. that it, talking about people I have worked with, I feel like I'm bragging like in a weird way. It makes me be like, oh, don't brag on that person. Hell just no. I'd be them. like, 
I worked with him. I am so <laughs> thankful to have worked with that person. I worked with Charlie Murphy. I was so oh thankful my God. to have worked that with is Charlie awesome. Murphy. That was so amazing. That I is amazing. With all those guys. I did a show on BET that hopefully oh, yeah, will that, air um, one the day. One, um, it's supposed to air soon with Cedric and... If it ever does. D.L. Hughesley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And George Lopez. Yeah, and yeah. Eddie Griffin. And Charlie was in that before he mm-hmm. passed. And all of those guys they just like they treated me like a peer and yeah. i was like you guys have 30 years of experience on me yeah what are you but they were all so kind mm-hmm. so amazing and i learned so much from working with them because they're all they've all been stand-ups for so long they've all been sitcom actors for so long their mm-hmm. timing is impeccable and improv mm-hmm. like set okay do you remember cedric the entertainer's show mm-hmm. that was like one of my favorite shows like and it was improvised and like and all that. <laughs> like that was like one of my favorite shows ever yeah. like when it came to improvising i mean obviously mad tv and you know um sure, in living tons. color like all yeah. that stuff, you know, that was all great. But like Cedric, for him to do that on his own, yeah, amazing. He's, and I, I mean, saw him, I saw him because we have a comedy. Um, I don't know if you know, but we have like a comedy. Um, what is it? Place like I a guess? club? It's called Levity. Levity oh, cool. Live. They have one in New York and they have one here. And I guess it's owned by the Wayans. Oh, so, oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we've had. I've seen Aries Spears. I've seen Michael Blackson. I've seen Cedric the Entertainer. Very like cool. they're all hilarious. Yeah. I love comedy. Cedric is an amazing entertainer. Like, obviously, he's not just a comedian. He's a oh, yeah. full entertainer. He's yeah, really nice. Trying to um, balance, like, so many different avenues, like the comedy, music, and all of that, um, does it ever get stressful for you? And if so, how? Do, what is, like, a method that helps you kind of push through and really just hmm. get things done? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Your questions have been so, like, thoughtful mm-hmm. and really making me, like, learn yeah it does get stressful because i have this constant um nagging push pull of what is my real job because I- i'm in this like la rat race of like oh i gotta get the next acting job mm-hmm. writing job whatever mm-hmm. i just did i just worked all night on this um submission for this it's an audition but i had to write it myself for a job that would be really amazing but it, it took up my whole day it like completely took over my thoughts drained you drained me and it yeah. was good because i love what i do but i really had to be like oh if i get this job this will be my every day mm-hmm. and then when do i get to play music and right. do i get to still go on tour in october we're supposed to do like a month-long tour so oh, wow there there's always this question of like if i take that job does it mean i can't do this other thing mm-hmm. and then it's weird to like try and talk to other people about music and be like yeah but this band thing is really important and they're kind of like okay well like we have a label but we're not on like a major label Mm -hmm. it's not paying like a ton of royalties you know like we get paid for the shows if we sell a song we get paid okay but it's not like it's not it's more of like a passion thing yeah so i guess a way to deal with that is i just i just try to make the best decision in the moment but it's hard yeah. every day. I'm always like, oh, this is going to ruin this other thing. And, you know. Yeah. But uh, or uh, any like little practice that helps you zen out, like, you, you know, meditating yeah, or any, I, anything like that. I actually do meditate. I, it's funny that I didn't connect that to helping me with career stuff. <laughs> I've been meditating like eight years and um, I do that. I do a twice daily practice in the morning and the evening. And that's definitely focused my whole life. Um, exercising, of course. I love to cook. So those things, when I'm, like, really in a good routine, those things keep me a little more sane. Cool. Awesome. Do you, um, do you feel like, uh, 
Okay, let me rephrase this. When you first started out, like, was it something that you kind of reached out or did Second City really help jumpstart your career? Or how did you get, like, you know, discovered, basically? Yeah, I guess because um, I'd gone to college for it. So then I knew that I was going to work in theater. So I was doing that kind of on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, when I graduated college, we had, like, a showcase where agents came. Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, Chicago. You know, they have a good scene there, but it's nothing mm-hmm. like here. Yeah. So I got my agent. Um, from that showcase and they started like sending me on commercial audit. There's lots of commercial stuff in Chicago. Oh, yeah. So I did a lot of like, I did like Sears and like lots of internet weird commercials. <laughs> um, then, yeah, and then I was just kind of plugging along doing theater when I could and that was always be me like self-starting. Like I would read the uh, Actors Equity website and look mm. for things I wanted to audition for. Then um, playing in the band on the side and then I think I was doing... I think I was doing Shakespeare or something and the director of talent from second city saw me and asked me to come work for them. So I do feel like that was the start of my comedy career. Mm. But since I moved to Chicago, I was always on this path of performing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, cause I, I know a lot of people nowadays, I guess, um, they start out like YouTube or Twitter or yeah. doing videos like Instagram mm-hmm. and they gain a following and all of a sudden, like you see them on a TV show or you see them, in a movie, you know? Yeah. So. they That that definitely happens. It, I feel like it would not have worked for me because I'm such a, I'm such a process person. Mm-hmm. So I needed to learn, I needed to go to four years of acting school to learn how to act. Yeah. Maybe these people that get famous from Twitter or something can like, I would suggest that they still like take an acting class because yeah. going to an audition is a crazy like mind fuck like yeah you're trying to like how do i stand and how do i look and there's mm-hmm. people staring at me so i feel like you need a lot of reps of that and school and classes can give you like assimilation of that that i think yeah. is really important see like because i know that for my career since i'm a graphic designer i hate it when people like out of nowhere just decide to be a graphic designer or you know yeah. out of school out of high school they're like oh i'm a graphic designer i could do this i could do that and i'm just like but you didn't really study like yeah. you don't really know the real like in-depth like thing like that you need to like learn you, you haven't learned it you're taught yourself mm-hmm. you know and so or they watch youtube tutorials like yeah. you don't get that hands-on type of help when you go to college for something so i always get like i'm always like if you're if you go to school for it that's what you should like pursue you know if you don't go to school don't try and act like you're this high regarded person when you don't have you know the credentials you know right it's hard because but it's hard because the la machine like rewards that though Mm. there's enough like vine stars that end up on (laughs) it's just that it tells all of our younger generations like you don't have to go to school you could just get famous on youtube exactly and that's so dumb but it works (laughs) see but okay so i have a friend and he plays in the nba Mm -hmm. and he was dating this vine star and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, I hope he doesn't get it. Uh, he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, she still lives with her parents. Like, she's still like she travels all over or whatever. Wow. But she still, yeah, she still lives at her parents. Her parents pay all her bills. I'm like, well, this, this, fucking <laughs> this is a damn charade. Must be nice. <laughs> I am. I am appalled. Because, you know, you see all these people and they're all like, oh, we're. 
I have my own, like, we're living life. Oh, I'm here. I'm there. I'm getting invited here. I'm on a yacht. And I'm just like, but you probably live with your parents. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could go to school for the degree where I just get to, like, live on a yacht. What's that job? Right? <laughs> Shoot. Let me get me some rich parents. <laughs> What's a typical day like for you, if there is a routine? And... Do you have like a deliberate routine for success? Like, what's what's like a typical typical day? Well, if I'm not work, if I'm not shooting something, and I'm just like on the search, like if I'm in the audition phase, like I am now, um, I have a couple projects in development that I'm writing. So I usually like I'll wake up, I'll either go to yoga or go to spin class. I'll like you know make my little smoothie. Um, <laughs> then I'll write. I like to write in the morning, so I'll work on this project I'm developing, and then. In the afternoon, usually, like, if I have an audition, it'll be at, like, 1230 or 1 or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, get ready, go to that. Well, it's so funny. Going to an audition is always, like, three hours of prep work for seven <laughs> minutes of <laughs> yeah. actual work. I can um, imagine. Because you're like, oh, shower, hair, makeup, memorize, put your clothes on, drive, traffic, get there, go in the room, wait, then go in the room. And it's like, you read it once, the casting director's like, thanks. I'm like, Uh-oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, an hour back from Santa Monica or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, if it's only one audition, if I'm not running to another one, um, then I'll usually go home. That's like when I run an errand, like groceries or whatever, like on my way back from the audition. Try to make dinner if I'm not like going out or doing something at night. I do a lot of, I was saying I do a lot of podcasts, so sometimes those will be in the afternoons, like mm. those character-driven ones. So I'll like go over to Hollywood, do my little jokes, then go awesome. home. Do you have any like recommendations for young people people or maybe not young people just anyone who's uh maybe looking to you for inspiration or like you know any recommendations for them yeah I think that no matter what your path I think that you have to like you have to do the work so many people Mm. I'll get so many people that ask me like how do you get famous how do you do this they want that instant gratification instantly and it just even for these like we talked about these vine stars and stuff they still have to like make all these videos and do it every day Mm. write all the time and you know hone their sense of humor so uh, that their path wasn't mine but i see i have a good friend who's a popular youtuber and i see her working at stuff every day yeah um i feel like almost that's more draining than being an an actor or a comedic actor it certainly can be more work yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I just think like waiting around for the phone to ring will never right. do it for you. Yeah. So I'm always writing and trying to create stuff and yeah, yeah. just you got to do the work to get the work. Right. So outside of work, how is your life inside? Like, is there, do you have a boyfriend? Uh, or I'm married. You... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you marry like your high school sweetheart or something? No. <laughs> have a high school sweetheart no i married uh, my husband nate we met in a band in chicago awesome. but he's actually he has a marketing background too so he uh we're still he's still a musician that band we left because they stayed back in chicago but mm. he's an amazing drummer um he works a nine to five now but oh, awesome. he helps me whenever i'm recording music at home he records all my drums oh nice incredible so free of charge oh, <laughs> or, yeah. or is it dinner is it dinner or something you know you should like make him a lunch to go to work the next day that's oh, nice yeah. that's awesome how long have you guys been married uh we're gonna celebrate four years next month wow nice yeah. nice any babies in your future nah no babies nah oh, okay i don't need i can't too Not much with... <laughs> yeah i'm just like i got a cat 
she feeds herself pretty much. <laughs> she said, I have a cat. So That's enough. That's enough. I can't even get a dog because I'm like, what? You need to go out. You can't figure out the doorknob by yourself. Fine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> selfish. That's awesome, though. I mean, as, as long as you guys are on the same page, you know? Oh, yeah. He's nice. even more so. I think, like, I might be the one that in two years might be like, well, maybe we should think. And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So is he, is he white, black? He's white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So mom's side. Mm-hmm. Venturing <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming. Is there anything like coming up oh. that you want to talk about? Or Ooh, that's a good question. Anything well, you want to promote? Yeah, I should probably. Okay. So if the comedy get down comes out on BET, mm-hmm. Like they say it well. I think they said <laughs> They've been saying that for like what, like four months, five months, like, yeah, I did it <laughs> a last year, August. So who knows? Um, if it comes out, it will be October thirteenth, I think. Um, if you're in the LA area in October, my band will be doing a couple little. We're just doing small gigs before we start our official tour in San Francisco, but we'll play McCabe's Guitar Shop on October first, and we'll play the Amoeba Store in Hollywood mm. on October third. And we're called Four Lost Souls, so that's how you find us. But you can find anything you want to know about me um, is at tawnynewsome.com or Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, like just doing jokes, yelling about Trump. You know, <laughs> yes, what we do these days. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That yeah. crazy guy. Oh, Jesus. What a mess, right? Right? Um, <laughs> Kai, do you want to put any plugs in? Or, you know. Any plugs? Yeah, like follow uh, you at blah, blah, blah. Oh. Or, oh, you don't really have social media, though. Well, <laughs> I know I know. I do need to reactivate my socials, but uh, my Instagram is bullseye with a Z and a dot in between bulls and I. Bullseye. <laughs> bullseye. Yes. Bullseye. Oh, and yes. mine is... Um, Trondy Newman. It's like a joke play on my name. So, oh. but if you just look up Tawny Newsome, you'll find it. Trondy. Why? Why Trondy? <laughs> because I was on stage once and my Welsh bandmate announced my name. He was like, "My cohort, Tawny Newsome." I got off stage and this even older man was like, uh, "Oh no, this was later. Sorry, in like Arlington, Virginia, this old man taps me on the shoulder and he's like, "I saw you with John Langford." <laughs> oh, thank you. And he goes, "What was your name?" Trondy Newman. <laughs> And I just went, yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> sure it was. Oh my gosh. Dang, but, that's awesome. Um, I will definitely be announcing some plugs later, maybe another time. But, oh, there you, go. <laughs> you know, when okay. I have more material, more music. There you go. Yeah, because Kai is over here trying to be a musician and stuff. That's yeah, right. That's right. She's about to play every instrument. She's going to be like the next, like, Ryan Leslie, like, playing every instrument. We can only on hope. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to be calling you for stuff. All right. Stuff. Yes. There you go. Hey, Sign you can me buy up. About all the time. Sign me up. And you guys already know who I am, Edub. Follow me at Edub Love on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can follow We Are YNC on Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Facebook as well. And also visit www.com young and creative if you don't know that it's that it's an end by now then you have real serious problems (laughs) anyways well thank you for joining us it was an honor to have you thank you so much for coming and i hope everyone everyone's gonna enjoy this show yeah for sure good like feminine energy on this hell yeah girl power all the time i've been trying to get women on here so much but it's like you know it's hard to find someone who's very confident in their self Mm. to where they're like yeah i'm this i'm that i'll send you some of my friends there you go (laughs) hell yeah always down for that well thank you for coming along thanks yeah thank you peace out y'all peace